Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Monday, September 11th, 2023, and this is episode 517 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Exploring Anarchy, Debunking Myths and Misconceptions, and is and I will also be bringing back a couple of suggested Amazon books I talked about the last time this was the topic for the day. Um, let's first, let's uh, let's grab that cup of coffee, catch up on what's going on in the chat with uh, what we had going on this weekend, Corey and I, and anybody else that's around this morning. We'll dive into that and then get to the topic here in about 15 minutes, so... How's it going, everyone? How we doing? How we doing? Morning, Hunter, over on Twitch. How we doing? I was wondering if I'd see you this morning, and uh, I saw you mentioned that last night on on Tim's stream. So I'm glad to see you. Thanks for joining on Twitch. You might end up with a couple of uh, friends over there. Every once in a while, I get a few spammers that pop in on Twitch, and I do have a couple of uh, regular listeners over there that swing in every now and then. Thanks for bumping up those numbers. Uh, what do we got in the cup today? It is uh, Silver Bullet Blend this week. Uh, majority of the week, probably. Actually, I don't know. Actually, I might not make it all week with the, the Silver Bullet Blend because I'll probably end up having double. This is one of the ones that I... Uh, I'll have a I'll have a pot and then uh, just need to get another one in me because it is fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. Uh, blend and the only way you can get it really from food forest farms is to order a six six pounds and an ounce from me that's uh six pounds of coffee and an ounce of silver custom made um lots project silver uh and numbered for coffee one through five i got two left out of those five so if you're interested in that just reach out to me i don't have them on the site i don't have them listed anywhere it was a um limited thing when when i was getting the silver in uh if you don't know about silver projects tool tool man tim and i do we get custom silver coins made every now and then and uh, there's just this odd number of them so i had to come up with something special to do with uh, the extra silver and so i made up some special coffee one ounce rounds um, they had the same design as the as the rest of the one ounce rounds but uh, were numbered individually for c1 through c5 put them together with uh, all the coffee blends that uh, i have here for the lots project that have been developed through food forest farms uh, we sell them through his website but they are uh, they were developed and or he made them i tested them i decided which ones they were and came up with the cover art and away we went uh, we had five blends and then i had all these silver coins and uh, six Six pounds and an ounce sounded really good back uh, back to my days up in Minnesota with um, Taco John's and the this uh, six pack and a pound and it was just it was something that rang in my head to be done and so I talked to Brian he came up with this fantastic uh, premium high end premium his coffee's premium to begin with this blend is um, is even even higher blend than that it's it's fantastic absolutely fantastic so if you wanted to give it a try you wanted to try out all the others and you were looking to get a little bit of silver on the side reach out to me and you can get that otherwise you can always find any of our blends other than the silver bullet and i think he might actually have a little bit of the silver bullet listed on the site but uh not much not much for sure um morning cormac how we doing you can check that out over at foodforestfarms.com Backwoods Butcher, how we doing? Uh, long time no see. Uh, I was surprised you got up this morning. I was, um, man, I was I was looking at the clock last night when we got done with Tim's show, and I had a few things to do, and um, always takes me a while to fall asleep, and holy crap, it was late. It was late for sure. Uh, yeah, that's on the list too. Toolman Tim, last night we did a, a content creator roundtable for the workshop Sunday night. It was uh, myself. Backwoods Butcher, uh, Nicole Sauce from Living Free in Tennessee, and Toolman Tim hosted. And we talked about content creation. We all are kind of in different stages. We all focus on slightly different things. And uh, 
it was interesting. It was a lot of a lot of good information there. And if you are getting into content creation, if you already are in it, uh, be worth a listen. Be worth a listen. I think we went uh, about an hour and forty minutes. Uh, hour and forty, maybe. It was good. It was good. Um, always great folks and easy to talk to when everybody talks on a daily basis. You know, everybody always has stuff to say. So no, not much dead air in that group. Not much for sure. Um, oh, Kyle said he didn't want to get up, but he's got to travel to put some hogs in the freezer. So yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. What else do I have on my list today? Hey, it's, uh, it's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. If you're listening, um, yeah, happy birthday, September 11th, huh? <laughs> I remember I remember on that day, my dad being angry that uh, some people were trying to ruin his birthday. So uh, happy birthday before anything else. And uh, yeah, I mentioned it there. It's uh, it's 9-11. It's 9-11. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, I don't want to discount the fact that a bunch of people died all on the same day in, a, in an act of something horrific. But um, yeah. It's happened many times before in history, and it seems like um, it seems like the thing that we need to pine over at this point. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people put a lot of energy in to try and figure out if it was um, on purpose or the government or a terrorist or something of that nature. I don't think it really matters at this point. Will it change anything you do on a daily basis? Will it change the outlook of your life on a daily basis? Will it change anything if uh, if two guys or eight guys or whatever they said it was flew a plane into a bunch of buildings, or if uh, if our a nefarious act was uh, was by our government or whatever, however it was thrown out there, does it really matter at this point? Can we? Um, it's been twenty. What is twenty two years now? Twenty two years. Three thousand people died twenty two years ago. If you roll back through history and figure out all the times that 3,000 people have died, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Hunter says, huh, I have conflicting memories of that day. I know I was at work. My ex knows we were together at home. Yeah, that day, um, that day was weird. That day was weird. Um, I was working, blue-collar job, listening to a, a morning show, kind of Howard Stern-esque. Uh, back in the early 2000s, you know, everybody was kind of copying Stern. And um, we thought it was a joke. Honestly, uh, we were running our machines, blue collar factory, banging away, making shit. And um, yeah, we thought it was a skit. And I, I, I'll i admit it, we laughed. We were laughing. We were like, oh, weird. What an odd thing to do a skit about. But, huh. You know, the, the, they didn't know what was going on. They were kind of trying to play it off, brush it off as who knows what's going on. Uh, maybe a war of the worlds type scenario. And we didn't know. And uh, yeah, came break time and called uh, my girlfriend at the time. She's like, hey, you guys got to turn on the TV. Uh, nobody had, we didn't have like cell phones at our, um, at our stations on our hip. We didn't, weren't connected completely. And yeah, come to find out it wasn't a skit. It wasn't a skit for sure. So um backwood says doesn't matter at this point but also they did it <laughs> um yeah. pip says just look at the wiki for the day between plane crashes other terrorist attacks and passings yeah yeah hey good morning canadian farmstead listening for the road i hope you're having a great day hope you had a great weekend um yeah, so other than that, Dad's birthday and 9-11, and it's a Monday. <laughs> Just another day, man. Just another day. Get up and uh, do the best you can and try to make it through till tomorrow. Um, tonight, wanted to say too quick before we get or quick before we get rolling. I got Mike Kading on. Um, Mike is uh, changing the way, hopefully changing the way. He's changed the way he looks at it. Uh, but hopefully changing the way people look at um, putting affordable apartments together, put uh, affordable comp apartment complexes. Uh, he kind of inherited a, a big pile of business that he wasn't really sure how to work with. He wasn't from the industry. He wasn't old guard. And he started thinking about things a little different and um, almost put himself out of business. But I think he figured it out and he's going to be joining me tonight on lots to talk about to uh, chat about it. 
And interesting, after we booked uh, booked the interview and I was digging in a little bit uh, to put the notes together, realized uh, Mike's from where we were. Um, his, uh, his office is actually around the corner from a gas station I worked at quite often when I was back in, in Minnesota. And, um, and it, uh, it was interesting. It was an interesting connection there. So I'm going to bring Mike on tonight and we're going to be talking about, uh, his journey, uh, how he ended up with a company. He had no idea what he was doing and, uh, what he did about it and how he figured it out. So excited to talk to Mike tonight. 6 p.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. And you can grab that audio file after on your podcast players, either in this feed that you're listening to right now or in the lots to talk about interview only feed. So if you're only in, t- in it for the interviews, check that one out. Be sure to subscribe to either or both so you get all the audio episodes from the lots project. Kyle says he was in fourth grade. I see all these, I see all these um, teachers having, having issues with their own emotions and can't control their own thoughts and emotions, um, having all these dramatic PSAs on TikTok and Facebook and things like that about, what are we going to tell the children on Monday about 9-11? What? I like. I, I thought it was a parody. I really did. First one I saw, it was, it was like dramatic music, and and it um, she was talking about it's, it's it's coming up next week. We really need to discuss how we're gonna we're gonna approach the approach the subjects with the children. And I'm I'm just thinking to myself, what the fuck is she talking about? Man, I'm sorry if you lost somebody in 9/11. Like I'm sorry, it sucks. Um, you know, some guy probably got hit hit by a car on the highway yesterday we live we die things happen it sucks it was tragic i get it but man it's 22 years 22 years ago kyle was in fourth grade when it happened never forget have we forgotten ah that brings up another thing um this weekend this weekend, Corey and I ran down. Um, <laughs> ran. I Pip says fourth grade, LOL. And uh, I was thinking the same thing because I was like slaving away in a factory. <laughs> oh, anyway, so this weekend, oh man, <laughs> this weekend. Corey and I went down, uh, we had to go down and get dog food and, and stuff in Savannah, Georgia, Savannah, Tennessee here. And uh, Savannah is the home of Daryl Worley, if you didn't know. Uh, do you know who Daryl Worley is? Uh, that song, Have We Forgotten? Um, maybe you know that one. Uh, as I look through his uh, extensive catalog of country music, I, I that's the one. That's the one. But uh, when you drive through Savannah, there is uh, good on the guy for sure. Like I'm not knocking him and his uh, his charity or his uh, his willingness to give back to his community by any means. But man, you drive around um, Savannah and there's like the Daryl Worley Cancer Treatment Center, the Daryl Worley this and that. And I was like, man, you would think this guy was like Elvis Presley. Like he's super, he must be super famous. I knew the song from the 9-11 thing um that came out after a few years but i never really knew any i didn't know if he had was like huge music other than that turns out not so much not so much i mean he's had some he's had some uh some hits here and there but anyway uh we were driving down into savannah they had the whole like main street blocked off and you know everybody has their little festivals and things and you see the stage like you see enough of them you realize like when you see big metal um rigging scaffolding and things for a um a stage performance stage like you can tell when it's someone of bigger stature than um you know joe's dirt band uh that's coming around to play the 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 town festival and so we saw all these tour buses and all stuff's blocked off and there's a big stage and so i was like just joking around i was like oh maybe daryl worley's playing (laughs) and this and that well, we went to dinner down the road, and I, was, I asked the server, I said, well, what's going on uh, down in Savannah? And she said, well, it's catfish days. Well, maybe, 
maybe maybe it's the river run i'm like well, what's that she's like well, you know the daryl worley river run and i'm like oh jesus <laughs> well it turns out that he had a festival um in tennessee to, to benefit a charity festival every year uh and his transition now into something else and there were some decent names on that list uh jody messina she's on her uh farewell tour i think you know, you play uh, play all these things on your way up to fame, and then you hit the top, and then you play them on the way back down. I don't know. It was a full full day of uh, music and stuff, but man, the connection to old Daryl Worley, I uh, I kind of giggled. I kind of giggled. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, good on him. Good on him. He donates a shitload of money to the to the area, which is awesome. And uh, he did he did at least not suck up all the money from that uh, that song. And run off into the sunset. He uh, he's putting it to work. So good on him. Good on him. And um, eh, eh, it was good to uh, look into the guy a little bit since I see him around here. Um, uh, <laughs> Kyle says he loves that song, and um, <laughs> he says everyone has to listen to Alan Jackson's "Where Were You Today" and hold your neighbor's hand. <laughs> Hey man, last time I saw you, remember it was like hairs across America. <laughs> we almost made it. Just a couple breaks in the chain. Just a couple breaks in the chain. Hunter says, "I might, I wouldn't mind having a festival named after me." <laughs> I don't think he actually named it after him. The cancer treatment center is named after him. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! All right, guys. Well, that's uh, that brings us up on 17 minutes, running a little late this morning, but long weekend, lots of catch up for sure. For sure, I didn't even hit everything on my uh, on my list, but I try to hold it to that 15 minute ish, and then we'll get into this topic. Today's topic is going to be another uh, another step into anarchism. Um, I came up with seven topics. Uh, had a had a, a general topic the first day of the show. We're here at this is um, at the end of this week. It'll be 15 episodes since I, I, I made the shift in format. And I've been thinking, I think seven is wrong. It's too many. It's too many, um, too many, um, too many topics. I like, I like the five. I do five episodes a week. I'm probably going to try to condense a couple of the topics. Uh, put them together, maybe um, uh, a wild card day. I'm not sure, but uh, I'm going to give it another three weeks after this. So I'm going to hit every episode at least twice. I'm going to give it a little time after that for all the numbers to kind of shake out and see what the most downloaded episodes are and then make some decisions after that. So four weeks from now, give it another week or so as I watch those numbers kind of uh, tally up. And then be making some decisions. Maybe uh, maybe eight weeks. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But seven is the rotation right now. So definitely share your favorite episodes. Share your favorite topics. And uh, you know you can sway the vote in that way for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, backwards in there. One of the topics is anarchy. Uh, back to the basics. Last week I talked about... Last week, I talked about um, anarchism in everyday life and where it pops up and and the ways you see it and you don't even realize it. You see it and you don't you're participating in it and you don't even understand it. Today, I wanted to um, to kind of go down that further and maybe why you don't see it when you're participating in it is because of a lot of myths and misconceptions around the word. Um, we've noticed a lot recently in the last few years, but uh, before that, words have meanings. Words definitely have meanings, and it's easy to change the meaning of words. It's easier to change the meaning of words than um, <laughs> than than change the the minds of people. I think it's easier to change the word anarchy to mean a lot of things than to have to defend why it wouldn't work or why it is um maybe better or an option to explore even i don't i'm not saying it's better worse or indifferent uh i know what my preference is when i when i look at things honestly 
when I look at um, when I look at actual definitions of what the things mean, how they would work, uh, and not be jaded by uh, misinformation or fake news or whatever it's called uh, now. Uh, but anyway, before we dive into this real quick, I wanted to bring to you uh, another way you can help support the Lots Project. Um, each Before the main talk, topic of each show, I, I bring to you either a service or a product that you can, you can purchase or use that I'm affiliated with and hopefully at no additional cost to you if you're going to use that service or buy that product anyway. I get a little support on the on the side there. So I like to bring relevant things around. Last week, I brought you two books that I found enough value in to accommodate them in my planning. When we minimalized, moved into the trailer, we have very little space. I thought that these two books were uh, worthy enough to be able to page through, to be able to hold on, flip through, read different things from, and really digest them over and over and over. Um, so I want to bring them back to you again. If I found them that valuable, I think they, uh, they'd they fit on your bookshelf if you have some extra space. The two books are Anti-Politics by Sal Mayweather and The New Libertarian Manifesto by Samuel Konkin. Um, if you are interested at all in the last episode on anarchy, uh, on this episode when we get done, I think both of those books are really worth diving into. If you are a novice, if you are a scholar, I think you can go um, either way with these. They're short excerpts in the in the anti-politics book, uh, basically text from uh, great anarchist, voluntarist thinkers um, and things like that. And then Sal breaks them down with his analysis of each one. Uh, it goes through, it's broken into four different sections. Easy read and uh, you can take little chunks and uh, and really digest them. And then the New Man Libertarian Manifesto is kind of uh, basically the manual for why it would work. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely spurs some thoughts. Uh, you can find the links to both those books using my Amazon link, which I was talking about ways to support the Lost Project. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but we get a little kickback when you use the link to buy things on Amazon. Even if you don't want the books, if you start at with those links and you go to Amazon, it will uh, it will get us in your tracking and uh, we'll get a little something back. Other than that, there's links all over the website, services and products that I recommend and affiliate links to purchase those items. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Um, <laughs> Backwoods Butcher mentioned the other day, uh, I think it was the last show or in between. And then again, in the comments this morning, he says, Anarchy, anarchy. The scene from uh, the scene from um, Talladega Nights when when Ricky Bobby's son's running through screaming crazily, anarchy, anarchy. I don't know what it means, but I love it. <laughs> Sometimes I really feel like that is um, that is what's portrayed. That is what's thrown out there. <laughs> um. So. So. What is it? We talked about it. Um, we talked about it last episode. I linked to that in. Uh, I'm going to link to that in the blog post. It's already set up. But uh, if you need, want to go back and listen to the first episode I did on anarchy in this new in this new format, I believe it was last Monday or Tuesday. I'll have to look up the episode number, but uh, check out that blog post in uh, on the website, and it's linked there. Or just scroll back through your through your podcast player, and you should be able to find it. Anyway, I, uh, I kind of dove through that and um, and touched on where you see it in your life. Some some misconceptions. So as I came out of that, I was thinking about what to do the next beginner anarchy um, anarchy episode topic episode episode topic. Excuse me. And I didn't. I've talked to people about it and. And when, when you bring up the word, people get uncomfortable. Uh, I know that people have shifted to a new word that means the same thing. Uh, I first heard about it. I think it might have been on TSP. It might have been somewhere else. But the term voluntarist, voluntarism, uh, basically is anarchists for people that don't want to say the word. Uh, I think we've adapted to understand that... Um, 
the term's been hijacked. Uh, the term has been kind of um, tarnished. And a new word uh, may not turn people off when you speak of it. Hold on one second, guys. All right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Back. Um, so it's been tarnished. And, and some of the things that's been tarnished by I wanted to touch on today. Myths and misconceptions. Things that people just assume they've been taught incorrectly. Um, they've experienced, um, you know, telephone, telephone game for sure. Uh, some things happen there. Seeds of uh, partial truth, maybe maybe set and, and sown and um, people, people keep, people keep um, continuing the thoughts and extrapolating on them. And then at the end, you know, it, it comes out and it doesn't mean quite what it, it, it should. So the first, the first, the first myth I kind of wanted to touch on is that anarchy is synonymous with chaos. That is that is the picture I think that is portrayed through media, through media as far as um, the news, but also cartoons, uh, TV shows, um, anything public portrayal of of anarchy is the bad black and black with the red red A on the circle. We're going to make it scary. We're going to make it without the rules. What would we ever do? We're going to tie anarchy and the lack of control, the lack of a centralized power, someone watching over us, someone babysitting us. We have to equate that with chaos. How in the world could we ever survive without people taking care of us, without people telling us what's best for us, without people telling us what the rules are um, and deciding for us because we're all just too stupid to decide for ourselves. Uh, and we're all too stupid to rely on our instincts and just like act like naturally good human beings. Then it'll all fall apart and it'll all be chaos. That's what, that's what's kind of portrayed. That's what I thought before I started looking in. If you asked me in, in, in high school or middle school, uh, what does anarchy mean? All I would think about is that angry punk singer singing anarchy in the UK. People mosh pitting and things like that. Um, the scary guy, like I said, with the black jacket with the big red A on it, trying to uh, to to buck the man. Well, when the man doesn't. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Hunter mentions on Twitch. Oh, and that silly little cookbook. <laughs> Yeah, there is that. There is that. Um, uh, <laughs> so, so there is that. I think the I think the the image has really been portrayed. The image has really been thrown out there that anarchy would would devolve into chaos. That that those terms are synonymous. They're synonyms for each other. For Kyle, um, I know, I know, uh, English is tough. Synonym, synonym means that they mean the same thing. <laughs> That's not true. It's not true. And uh, plain, simple, plain and simple root meanings of words will get you there. Uh, we can start there. Uh, anarchy. It comes from the Greek word anarchia. A n a-R-K-H-I-A, and that meant without a leader. It didn't mean without order. It meant without a leader. Anarchists believe that the idea of self-governance and voluntary cooperation is where we should be. <laughs> this is enough to facilitate order within society. We're going to not have a centralized authority over us, i.e. the government, but 
but you <laughs> sorry just checking the comments here but um so we're going to not have a centralized government that doesn't mean we're not going to have rules that does not mean we're not everything is just going to be wild wild west um People inherently want to feel safe. I think that's why they gravitate towards government. I think that's why they gravitate towards being under the control of someone is they they want to feel safe. They want to be protected. They don't realize that you can govern yourself. You can look out for your best interests and your own self-interest. And you can associate with people that feel the same. And you can govern amongst yourselves. Just because there's anarchy doesn't mean there aren't rules. Doesn't mean there aren't agreed upon interactions. We as a group of people all decide that, you know, murder is bad. So we don't do it. And if someone does, they get held accountable. However, that group of people decides. It's not chaos. It's not just everybody all, all for yourselves. Um, it can start out that way. And here's the rub. The problem is, the problem is, and when I speak of anarchy, I have no illusions this is ever going to happen in my life. Probably in the life, in the generations. It, I mean, it might, it might. Well, there won't be a good transition to anarchy in my life. I should say that. If everything falls apart and goes sideways, um, it'll for short time, I believe, be a little bit of anarchy. I think in the long term, a power vacuum that that um, that happens that quickly. If there was all of a sudden a total lack of, of central government and um, we were like, OK, perfect, let's do this uh, vacuum. Nature abhors a vacuum. <laughs> Somebody runs into power. The exact opposite, probably, of what's going on right now. Or worse, probably, probably the swing of the pendulum would go the other side, and it would be extreme. It would be worse. Uh, but I don't think, in the state people are right now, in the condition state we've been for a long, long time, and I'm not excluding myself from this. Um, if something happened to the government and went away, I think people wouldn't be able to fathom doing this on their own. Not the, not enough, not enough people. I think there's a small, there's a very small minority of people that would be like, perfect. Now we can just do our own thing. Uh, I think those people are kind of doing their own thing already. I mean, you work, you work with what you have on a daily basis. Like I said, I've accepted the fact that this probably ideal situation is never going to happen um, in my lifetime. So if I can find these principles and find ways to, to circumvent uh, the, the systems in place, then that's perfect. Uh, I do understand that I have to, I have to play with the rules that are there. I don't feel like going to, I don't feel like sitting in a cage. I just don't. So, you know, there's compromises you make, but it's not without chaos back to that. It simply is. Uh, people associate, people voluntarily set up rules. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's all accepted in, in, in the philosophy. Um, uh, Pip says, are you suggesting I should take personal responsibility for yourself? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, let's hit that next, the next myth. I think, I think I kind of, um, I touched on that, that. Hey, how we doing? We're back. Can you grab me a piece of paper? Sorry, guys. Um, so the next thing on my list, the next thing on my list is um, the anarchists encourage violence. <laughs> this kind of goes right along with um, goes right along with the the chaos. Uh, anarchists want to blow shit up. Uh, I think Hunter mentioned earlier that little that little that little um that little cookbook bears the name um yeah that doesn't really jive like if you if you really read 
anarchist philosophy, if you read, um, you even just start touching on it. There's this thing that um, that basically rules the whole philosophy. It's called the NAP, the non-aggression principle. Non-aggression principle. Let's change the words. Aggression. Violence. Non-violence principle. The non-aggression principle basically states if no one's fucking with you, leave them alone. No one's hurting someone. No one's hurting you. Don't, don't hurt them. Don't hurt people. Leave them alone. By far and large, most people don't just randomly hurt people unless they're being aggressed upon, unless they're being hurt, unless someone is threatening them or someone they love, hurting someone that they can't, that, that shouldn't, like, is can't protect themselves. Other than that, man, don't, don't, don't hurt people. Don't hurt people. Um, it doesn't encourage violence. It, I think it encourages retribution for people that do. I think that's okay. I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Um, somebody kills somebody. You watch them do it. You know they did it. I mean, I mean, there, there's some there's some people that I think I'm okay with violence towards. But it wasn't anybody just sitting there minding their own business. I don't think I've ever gone and drove down the, the street and saw some guy just walking down the street, minding his own business, saw some guy sitting on the bus stop, minding his own business, and thought, man, I really want to whoop the shit out of him. Just because. Just because I'm an anarchist what but to sell the chaos to sell the chaos to sell the the veil of chaos we also need to to equate anarchists with violence those guys in seattle in portland um in washington dc after elections the black the black hoodies and the masks guys of anarchism that's not anarchism if it was they're not following the main tenet of the philosophy and the non-aggression principle you can't you can't make up the the philosophy works it's laid out just because it doesn't have rules in 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 uh in, in your eyes doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want. There are tenets to, there are tenets to anarchism. There are ideals that you need to, you need to follow. Don't hurt people. Don't take their shit, which is hurting them, taking their right, their acquired goods, their acquired value, their acquired wealth. And you're okay. Like if we can just leave each other alone, work together voluntarily, not be forced. Um, I think everything looks better. I don't think it can look worse. Can it look worse than today? How many, how many prisons are full of people that never hurt anybody? There was no victim to their crime. The only victim was the state, I guess. They made a rule and you broke it, so they throw you in a cage. Who did you hurt? What victim was there? Why are there laws? Why are there laws? Why are why is why is killing yourself illegal? I've always I've always never I, like as long as I can remember I haven't been able to wrap my head around this one. What a useless law. It's illegal to kill yourself. Who are they going to hold accountable? Who was the victim? First of all, if you run your your you run laws, you run things you see through this lens of who was a victim. It shouldn't be illegal. If you run the majority of things in our in our society today 
<laughs> society today, if you run that through the lens of anarchism, you realize that a lot of things just don't matter. Like maybe we're doing, maybe we're putting people in, in cages for no reason. Hunter says, um, cause killing is illegal. <laughs> but you can self-defense the crap out of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, the technicalities of the law. I think if we, if we stop, I think if there were judges, um, jury nullification is a great thing, guys. Uh, just in case you don't know what that is, look into it. Um, Pip says France had a law stating that it's illegal to die due to the lack of graveyards. About right. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Um, if you look at all of this stuff through that lens. It makes you wonder what what is the point. Um, I don't know. I don't know why are why are our our, uh, our elected officials <laughs> in Washington writing laws right now when we don't even know what laws there are there. Why are we making more laws? Are there more victims? Is there is there someone going? I am a victim. I oh no, never mind. Rewind. Rewind. If I could cut that one out, I I would. But uh, everybody's a victim now. It's it's all it's all a culmination of everything. Let's get back to anarchism. Does it encourage violence? Absolutely not. It it encourages violence is violence when violence is violence is is necessary when it's warranted when it's to protect or or um or stave off violence against you or someone you love. That's when I encourage violence. Other than that, leave people alone, man. Just leave them alone to live their life. Uh, another another uh, myth is there's no rules. I think I touched on this with the chaos. Um, there absolutely can be rules. There absolutely can be rules. I am I am okay with um, with me and a bunch of people getting together and we want to associate and we make rules and we all agree upon those rules. And man, if I don't agree upon the rules, then I can leave and go somewhere else and either be by myself or or find a group of people that agree with me. Um, the, it, it doesn't mean there's no rules. It means there's no import, imposed central authority. Self-governed. We're self-governed. We understand what's good and bad for us. We understand what's good and bad for our neighbor, and we understand what's going to benefit us both in the long run. And if no one's getting hurt and we set rules that, you know, you got to wear a purple hat on Thursday. Then we just wear a purple hat on Thursday because that's what the group decided. And if anybody in the group doesn't want to participate in that, they're free to go. Voluntary association. Voluntary. Not the social contract that we all sign, I guess. They always talk about social contract in in the in this country for sure. I I I didn't I didn't agree to it. What I, I didn't agree, I didn't even chance because I was I was born here. Um that automatically means that I agree with all the, the terms and conditions. Like I sign the terms and conditions. Like when you get that new app and it's 17 pages long and you're like, well, well, I guess. <laughs> Man, let's um let's let's let us self-govern. Let's let's get with groups of people that you agree with. The problem, the problem is, and this is the problem going back to why this won't ever happen in my, in my lifetime, probably in the generations to come. Society right now wouldn't know what to do without rules, wouldn't know what to do without being told what is right and wrong. Um, I got into a conversation on Facebook. Huh, what a great idea. Um, it was on a, uh, on a meme, uh, page, even a better idea, um, something about 
calling the police <clears throat> when it's okay. Basically, it was uh, a play on this poster that a teacher had. Uh, good morning, Mike, Philippine Nomad. How we doing? Uh, it was a poster about a teacher that she'd put it on the wall, and it was uh, it's okay to call it's okay to say teacher or ask the teacher if, and it was all the rules. It was like, am I um, am I blah blah blah? All these different re all these different reasons that it was okay. Is somebody getting hurt? Is someone blah, 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 all these things. And the last one was, am I minding my own business? And I crossed out all the other choices and I said, fixed it. Are you minding your own business? That should answer all the questions. The only reason we should be calling cops is if it's about me and I can't handle my stuff. If I'm being aggressed upon, if I'm being threatened with violence, if I'm being robbed, not I saw Jimmy John down the street and he, I think he was doing something wrong. So I'm going to call the cops. And I got a lot of likes. Um, the page that I did it on, I, I was not surprised. I got a lot of, of, of positive feedback on that. Uh, but then you had... Um, then you had a lot of people, whoa, so it's not our right to call the cops if this or that. And I was like, the only time it's right to call the cops is if you want your dog shot. Just trying to play it off. Like, I, I don't have time for your, your discussion here. Uh, you're not you're not getting what I'm saying. And they're like, well, I called the cops when I saw somebody breaking into a, a business and this and that. Is that not okay? I said, yeah, what if that's the business owner? He locked himself out. You thought he was breaking in and some cop shows up and plugs the guy in the chest because you said it was a B&E and that cop's all hyped up and he's he's a rookie. Gets there and the guy's like, no, 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 I own the poof. Done. The guy has insurance. The guy has a security system. Man, I would rather roll the dice on the guy getting his shit back or uh, getting compensated through insurance than sending a cop to fucking kill him. By accident. That's what I think about. None of my business. None of my business. I saw one time in downtown Minneapolis, I was bartending, I was walking um, after work, and a bunch of guys were chasing another guy. And the guy was trying to get away. It was obvious. And um, I kind of watched it go by. And and it, I didn't know what I should have done. I asked myself. And and this this kind of goes to this, this question that this guy asked me. It was, what do you do when you see somebody that's just about ready to get jumped? Uh, somebody that's going to get hurt. Someone that, uh, you know, I mind my own business. You know what I asked myself after the fact? What did that guy do? What did he do? Maybe he did nothing. Maybe he was getting jumped. Maybe he was going to get the shit kicked out of him for no reason. Maybe, maybe that dude raped one of those guys' sister. Maybe that guy stole that guy's car and they found him. I don't know. It's none of my business. If I had called the cops, what would the cops have done? You don't know. You know who is allowed to use a gun? Try to take care of your shit yourself, guys. And if you can't, really make sure it's the it's the right thing to do. Don't ever point a cop at somebody you wouldn't point a gun at. Um, uh, Pip says some people take mind your own business as an insult, mainly because they don't have their own, any of their own business. Yeah, it got to be all up in everybody else. Uh, anarchy does mean rules. We just need to uh, agree upon them and um and associate with people that have like minds and and move together to make our group better and make our group easier to interact with to benefit everyone there are rules there are rules for sure um <laughs> next one on the list here uh anarchists are anti-social Anarch anarchy is anti-social it's uncle ted up in his cabin Sending out bombs and writing manifestos. Crazy old anarchist. No rules. Live by yourself. Protect yourself. Not even close. Not even close. 
Um, we really, anarchists really promote um, voluntary association. If, I mean, it's part of the principles of anarchy is voluntary association. If voluntary association is one of the tenets, then being antisocial probably isn't. Uh, you can be antisocial, that's your choice. But it doesn't disclude people from gathering. It doesn't disclude people from working together, um, providing mutual aid to others that need it. Um, so social cooperation, groups working together, not because they're forced to, be because they see a mutual benefit or they feel that helping that person is the right thing to do. Getting together. Uh, you see like... Um, the redneck, the redneck Navy and shit like that. Uh, if you don't know what that is, like when the hurricanes come through Katrina or whatever they are, the different uh, hurricanes come through, you see these guys that show up in like duck boats, um, duck boats as in like hunting guys in camo and, you know, the guys you make fun of because they're always out on the ponds and shit. Yeah, those are the cool, the, the, the nicest giving people, you know, most of them. And yeah, they load up their hunting gear they load up their boats and they go down and help people. Not because the government said not the Cajun army, excuse me, Cajun Navy, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Hunter says Cajun Navy. Yes. Redneck Navy, Cajun Navy. It's all the same. Right. Um, but man, but they, it's not just one organization. It's not like one guy says, Hey, Cajun Navy, it's time to go. No, a bunch of good people get together to have common values and ideals. The government didn't ask them. FEMA didn't come. And man, who is more productive? Who is more productive? The guys self-associating, the guys self-forming, um, uh, associating with people with same values. Hey, we want to go help people. We have this equipment. We have this knowledge. We put ourselves in these shitty situations all the time for fun to go shoot ducks or do whatever. Let's go help some people. They raise money, they raise uh, funds for supplies, they deliver supplies all on their own. How does this even happen? Because that's that's anarchy. But people are telling me the anarchy has no rules and it's chaos. Out of no rules and chaos, how can we help so many people? When with all the rules and chaos of centralized authority, we get FEMA. We get delayed response. We get red tape. We get wasted funds. We get missing funds. Doesn't sound like no rules or uh, chaos to me. Hunter says they're getting to, they're starting to get more centralized because of government, and they won't be as efficient. They won't be efficient. Pip says he's never seen a dude on an airboat who isn't smiling. Well, that's just because he's on an airboat, dude. <laughs> oh, um, we're not antisocial. Anarchists aren't antisocial. Not by any means. They just want to have choice who they associate with. Um, I think I think school, government school is the first, the first voyeur into Let's break these guys of, uh, of um, voluntary association. We're going to stick all these kids in a room. And the only reason they're in that room is because they live in the same town. They have no the same interests. They, well, they might. Some might. Um, they, they, they're only there because they have to be. Uh, we're going to do that. We're going to run them through that. And then we're going to put them in a job. And the only thing tying them together is their choice of ways to make income. We're conditioned that this is how we have to associate, not because we voluntarily associate, voluntarily associate with our neighbor because we have same ideas and we have uh, the same goals. Um, we don't even have to agree on anything. We just need the same goals. Some of them shared goals that we can work together on. Maybe my other goals I work on with other people. Voluntary association, mutual aid, and um, yeah, social cooperation to to an end goal. We're not antisocial, anti-organization. I mean, it, it, it's all voluntary. That's all it comes down to. People can't understand that people will do what's best for them by nature. 
And by best for them, it's not killing everybody around them. Maybe. Maybe somebody crazy. I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. I can only speak for myself. Um, anyway, guys, we're here. We're at 55. I'm going to start wrapping up. But, um, yeah, so kind of went screwy on these. Wasn't really sure how much I needed or how many notes or uh, how in-depth I wanted to get on it. But uh, some of these myths that I touched on today is that the anarchy is synonymous with chaos. I think we've, we we kind of showed that that's not really the case. Um, the anarchists encourage violence, non-aggression principle. That's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. Basically says no violence. That there's no rules. Not really. Not really. Just uh, Just mutually agreed upon rules and not forced upon and able to walk away if I disagree with no penalty to me. I don't put in a I don't get put in a cage. Um and that we're antisocial. Anarchists are antisocial. Furthest from the case. We just like to choose who we associate with and decide when and if we do. <laughs> Kyle says he's not antisocial. He's just apparently unapproachable. <laughs> That's a t-shirt, man. Make that t-shirt for sure. Um, anyway, so to wrap things up, anarchism's not about creating a chaotic world without rules, as many, many, many people believe. It's about fostering a society based on voluntary association, mutual aid, and a non-hierarchical, hierarchical. That is a tough word. I looked at that a couple times before I put it in there. Um, no hierarchy in the organizations. Uh, we advocate for a system where social norms and ethics replace coercive laws and we're, where restorative justice, I didn't even touch on that part, uh, but uh, instead of people put people in a cage and letting them rot, maybe we uh, maybe we try to figure out why, why they aggressed upon someone and help them understand why they shouldn't. Uh, restorative justice instead of punitive measures. Uh, we, we, we strive to build societal structures that encourage cooperation, but only because you want to, making them stronger organizations, voluntarily participated in. So if we can dismiss all these myths of anarchism and we can start to, to live by these principles in our daily life, maybe it makes your life a little bit better. Maybe it makes your neighbor's life a little bit better. I, like I've said many times today, I don't ever see this happening. I, I just kind of roll and try to incorporate these thoughts into my daily life and, and, and let them help me decide how to interact. That's all. That's all. Start looking into it. Grab those books. Grab the books that'll be in the, in the show notes from the Amazon links. I talked about it at the beginning of the segment. Anti-Politics by Sal Mayweather gets a great grip um just starting to dip toes in uh the actual text and then kind of a, a, a afterthought new libertarian manifesto take your time and read it one page at a time really digest what it's saying it's not a quick um novel read not a not a, a fiction just read it and think about it go back take time um it's one of the few books that I really you know you dig into and you make notes and things like that it's a short, little, thin paperback book. You can buy multiple copies if you want. Check them out. Dive more into it. I think this is going to be a topic I'll uh, I'll touch on. And um, it's a, it, it, it plays every day into, into life. So stop believing everything you hear. Stop believing the myths that you were probably ingrained in along the way. And start looking into things and thinking for yourself. It's not a bad idea. It's not really a bad philosophy. But anyway, guys, if you'd like to participate in these live comments uh, every day, you can join me live Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I'll have an interview tonight with Mike Kading talking about uh, affordable apartments. Um, man, <laughs> we'll see if we touch on anarchism with him because he's doing it a different way. He's not doing it the norm. Um He's got some different thoughts on things. We'll see what he thinks. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about it 
about the episode, along with links to all my social media services I offer and recommended products and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com, the L-O-T-S project.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Tomorrow we're talking about inspiration for content creation. I put out a lot of content. Where do I get all the ideas? Where do you get that inspiration? If you're struggling to find out what to uh, make some content on, you might going to want to listen to tomorrow. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you in the morning.